Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 49. Greetings, everyone. How are we doing this week? I hope you're having a really intentional week. My week? Let's just say it's been interesting. Lots of interesting things going on and lots to do, as always. Now, I want to thank you for your questions and comments that come up every week. I love this. Because your questions and comments show that you're thinking about the steps you want to take. And that's great. One of the questions I want to answer this week is what you can be doing to target your customers whilst you're getting ready to launch your side hustle or your small business. Now, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that I speak a lot about being intentional about everything you do in your Living Your Best Life plan. And part of that plan is about starting a side hustle or a small business. So when I say being intentional, what I mean is that no matter what you do in your business, you should always have the end goal in mind, which is to inspire, sell teach or produce whatever it is you want to sell to make your new money. This is what you should always have in mind with everything that you do. In last week's episode, I spoke a lot about just wanting you to make a start with a hobby or a side hustle or even starting your small business if you're that far on. But I also know that sometimes starting is one of the hardest things to do because of all the questions and thoughts you have rolling around in your head. So this week, I want to help you with some practical actions you can use to make a start. And in particular, I want to focus on what you can be doing to target your customers before you've even launched a thing. The reason I want to focus on this is because sometimes you can put your own self off with a bunch of questions going through your own mind. And those questions make you spend endless amounts of time in self-limiting actions, like always researching on Google or social media, whilst you try and find the most perfect answers to the questions you have. And there is no such thing as the perfect answer. And in fact, a lot of the time, all you're doing is delaying yourself from actually making a start. So this week, I want to share a strategy that you can use to prepare yourself to launch whatever product or service you have in mind by targeting your future customers. Imagine that. You can actually target your future customers before you've even launched a thing. The key is to not think about your launch on the day of your launch, but instead to have a pre-launch period in mind where you're focusing on warming up your future customers. 
a pre-launch period is the time you have where you might not have even created your product, but you have an idea about what you want to do and you want to use your pre-launch time to stimulate some interest in what you are producing or what you are planning to sell. Now, your pre-launch period can be as long as you like, but the time you put into it must be purposeful. You shouldn't use a pre-launch period to delay the starting of your business or to delay the creating of your product. Sometimes it's possible to find that pre-launch periods are too long and what you're really doing is replacing the fears you have about launching by using a pre-launch period as another delaying tactic that helps you to promote all the fears and reasons you have for not launching. You know those fears, right? Things like, I'm too busy, or starting a business is really complicated, or I'm not an expert at this, and there are other people who are far better and much further along than me and I'll never catch up to them, or I don't even know where to start, or I don't have anything to sell or anyone to sell to, or what if I start this thing and no one wants to buy what I'm selling? All these are fears dressed up as reasons to feed your self-limiting beliefs. Remember, we spoke about those. And those self-limiting beliefs want to stop you from launching and giving this a go. So having cleared that up, the strategy I'm going to talk about is great for beginners. In fact, it's great for anyone at any time and any period in your business. The main focus of this strategy is that you just take action. And every time you're ready to launch something, you repeat this action. The first thing is that I want you to validate your product or service. This means that I want you to contact at least 10 people you have in mind to run your idea past them. I want you to talk to them about all the reasons you have for creating your product or service. And I want you to ask them why they would or would not buy your product or service. It's really important that you choose a mix of people who will give you truthful answers about why they would or would not buy your product or service. And having asked for this information, you have to be resilient enough to listen to the answers and you have to be prepared to build that resilience in yourself by telling yourself that the reason you're doing this is because there'll be a rich source of information, knowledge and experience in this exercise. Even if you can't stop yourself from feeling that your feelings have been hurt when you hear people rubbish your idea. So to get this part of your pre-launch process moving, I want you to identify at least 10 people from your contact list whom you trust to give you positive and negative but truthful feedback. And I want you to ready yourself to make contact with them to ask for their help. I also want you to create a process to capture the information your validators are going to give you. Your validators are the people that you're going to contact. 
Now, again, it doesn't have to be anything fancy because I know you're all busy and I know you don't have time for fancy Excel spreadsheets. But if you can do that, all good. If you can't, then you can just create a simple table in Word and give the table these headings. Heading one should be the name of the person. Heading two, would they buy my product or service? And then you should just leave space for a yes, no answer. And then heading three is the box where you put the reasons why the validator would or wouldn't buy your product or service. Now, once you've created this table with sort of three boxes in there, I would use a different colour for yes or no. So let's say, for example, everybody that says yes, I'd put that in green. And everybody that says no, I'd put that one in red. Because then what you can do visually is go straight to the boxes that are positive and straight to the boxes that are negative. And it will help you to quickly identify the two different types of answers. Now, once you've got over your anxiety and heart failure feelings at the thought of having to do this, the second thing I want you to do is to create a short information sheet about your product or service that you can send to your validators before you speak to them. This sheet will give the people you choose some time to think about your product or service and in particular how they feel your product or service can help them or not help them to understand the problem you're trying to solve. You only need to produce a short one side of A4 information sheet. Remember, if you make the sheet too long, this will likely be one of the reasons people will say they're not interested in your product. But also, if you can't condense what you want to produce or sell into one side of A4 paper, it's likely that you may be confused about what your product or service actually is. And this may be a sign that you may need to refine the problem you want to solve or how you want to solve it. So one sheet of A4 paper should do it. And in doing this exercise, it will help to focus your mind on the key aspects of your side hustle or business that you want to get across to your validators. Remember, the key reason for doing this exercise is that the answers people give you are going to provide you with a rich source of information about what's lacking in your product for them or about what's great in your product or service for them. And it's this information that you're going to be able to use to help you to warm up your audience and your future customers as you prepare to launch your product or service. The answers you get from this validation exercise are likely to be similar to the reasons your ideal customers may have for not wanting to buy your product, for delaying purchasing your product or service, or for putting themselves off buying your product or service. And these validators' responses are rich in that information. And they're so rich that you're going to use that information during your pre-launch period. So you need to be open to hearing what people have to say about your product or service and you need to accurately record the responses people give you. In a similar way, if people have great things to say, 
then try to pin them down to specific reasons as to why they love your product. Because again, these are going to be reasons that your future customers are likely to have. And I'm going to tell you what you can do with those positive answers as well. Once you've completed your validations, the final thing I want you to do is to think about how you're going to answer the negative or self-limiting answers your validators have given you for reasons why they wouldn't purchase your product or service. Now, to help you, I'm going to use my dummy business, the vegan baking experience. Remember that? I'm going to use the vegan baking experience as an example to show you what I mean. Now, in validating my side hustle idea from the vegan baking experience, which is to create videos showing people how to bake vegan cakes and also delivering fresh vegan cakes in my local area. When I validated my idea, Two of the key things my validator said is that they wouldn't follow my vegan baking video blog. Why? Because they wouldn't be able to follow along with the recipes because the ingredients are too difficult or too specialist to get hold of. And my validators also said that my vegan cakes might go off before they reach customers and therefore they would think twice about buying them. Well, you know that lifted my eyebrows. Now, my job in this pre-launch process after hearing those concerns is to think about how I'm going to answer these questions before I launch my vegan baking experience. And I want to do that so that my ideal customer that I'm trying to reach, who might also be thinking similar things about my product, well, they get to hear these great answers and will be even more excited about my product when it actually launches because the answers that I'm going to give in the pre-launch period are actually going to answer any concerns or questions they have. So I might answer the queries about the difficulty in ingredients and the cakes going off before customers get them. I might answer those two key queries by telling myself that when I record my baking videos, I'm going to provide information about where people can get the cake ingredients from. And so for that, I might list a few shops in the video information. I might list some online sites where they can easily get the ingredients. To give you an example of what I mean, I'm going to post a short blog on the Vegan Baking Experience Facebook page. The blog will be short, but it's just an example of how you can tie a blog post and a picture to a warm-up phase that you're going through before you actually launch something. So you can actually pause the podcast or however you want to do this and just quickly skim across to the Vegan Baking Experience Facebook page and you'll see a warm-up blog that I've put on that page just so you can have a look at the kind of warm-up piece that you can put on your social media that your potential audience can see. And I might also make a note to communicate those ingredients in my email marketing. Now, when it comes to delivering cakes that are going to be stale before customers get them, then 
In my videos and in my social media and email marketing, I'm going to be telling people as I'm warming them up for my product that I'm going to be delivering cakes in my local area and that I can guarantee the cakes won't be stale because I'm going to be using online app services which already have a great track record of delivering their takeaway meals. And what I know from the research that I've done is that those takeaway meals are delivered within a 20 minute time frame. Get it? Do you see what I'm doing? I'm preempting the worry and the concern by providing the answers to questions before I've even baked a single cake and before I've even launched my product. Do you see how predicting what your customers might need to know about your business idea now can help you with your future launch? Remember, I don't have any real idea that this is how my future or potential customers might feel about my product or service. But the answers I have from validators are likely to be as close to what my potential customers might be feeling. So I need to treat those answers as if they are real. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to do the same thing so that there are no surprises when you start moving positively with your thing. Now, when you're thinking about how you're going to communicate with your ideal customers, then it might help to re-listen to episodes 28 and 29 of the podcast, where I specifically deal with how to keep in touch with your customers using social media and email. Have a re-listen to those two episodes of the podcast to refresh your thinking process and then start getting to work. The only thing I'm going to add is that for your pre-launch phase, it's even more important to use these two strategies, that's social media and email marketing, to reach your ideal customers and to allay concerns and answer questions your ideal customers might have. Because then you remove as much doubt about what you're offering and how you intend to solve a problem they have. Before I launched Employment Rights Online, I did this warming up for years, a good three, four years before I launched Employment Rights Online. So that people already knew that I had the credibility to be able to answer whatever questions they had. And if you do the same, your targeted information will reach directly to the points raised by your validators. For the positive comments made by your validators, your posts and emails will speak encouragingly about the positive reasons people should buy your product or service. And you can add three positive reasons that will encourage those people who are already waiting for your product, but maybe don't know it to believe that they are making the right decisions about investing in your thing when it eventually arrives. And for the posts that are addressing the negative reasons people might not want to buy your product or service, you're going to give them three reasons why this is not the right way to think about your product, or three reasons how they can get past the query they have by showing them how your product or service can help them. 
And when you're doing this exercise, you can give one reason per post or email or two or three or mix them. But the idea is that you focus on the reasons your future customers might have for buying or not buying into your product or service. And if you keep doing this and keep doing these three pre-launch actions, what you'll actually be doing is warming up your audience of potential customers and keeping them warm until you're ready to launch your product or service. Don't do this and you'll end up having to launch a completely cold audience, which is not the end of the world. But if you cast your mind back to how you feel when you're completely cold and someone asks you to engage in something they feel is hot, you know full well that you're not going to do anything until you've warmed up. Well, it's a bit like that for your future audience. So you have to reach them with a warm feeling and then you have to keep them warm. And you also have to keep yourself warm by continuing to believe in your thing, no matter how distant success may feel. And you do that by continually and consistently showing up. If you need help, remember that I've created a great new Start Your Business Planner that you can use to guide yourself through the process of starting your side hustle or your small business. And you can also use the planner as a reference tool for the startup work I know you want to do in 2020, as well as a tracker tool that will help you to track your progress week by week. The Start Your Business Planner is going to be ready for the first anniversary month of the podcast, which is happening in April 2020. But you can pre-order your copy now by going to drasha.mykajabi.com forward slash planner. That's D-R-A-S-H-E-R dot M-Y-K-A-J-A-B-I dot com forward slash P-L-A-N-N-E-R. And I'll also put a live link at the end of the show notes. And all you do is scroll down to the end of the show notes where you're listening to the podcast and you'll see a link that you can either press and it will take you straight to the registration page or you can copy and post that link into your website URL. Now, the reason I'm doing a pre-registration process is because For those people that take action, it puts you into a special group of people who are going to get some extra coaching from me to get their side hustle or small business moving. So if you want in on this, you need to get in now. Finally, I want you to remember that everyone has a business inside of them and there is a whole world of people out there who are waiting for your thing. So go on and do this. But when you start, remember that you have to be consistent and show up regularly using targeted social media and emails to keep your audience warm about your thing. Every great business started with that first step and it's now time for you to take yours. So step out in faith. Because you owe it to yourself to believe in 
you. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha. And until next week, I'm out.